Hello, I'm Alice Arnold, and this week on the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast, we are backstage at the Palladium Theatre talking to Kelly O'Hara from The King and I. Yeah, here we are backstage at the London Palladium. Um, I'm talking to Kelly O'Hara, who is currently starring in The King and I. We've had a slight delay to the start of the interview due to a little cake incident. Do you want to, do you want to explain, Well, Kelly? you brought me a cake, which I love that you called pudding, because that's not something we call it in. I'm going to always call it pudding from now on. But as I'm walking and uh, hungrily and selfishly eating it on my way, it fell to the ground, and, and I missed the... the the top, best part. The top bit. The top know, bit. Which looked really nice. Anyway, that aside, I called it pudding because you were eating a very healthy salad when I arrived, which was obviously your supper. Yes. Before the show. Yes. Because you have a show ahead of you tonight. Yes. I saw the show last night. It, what a fantastic production this is. It is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Which I'm sure everybody tells you. Um, but you and, and it's lavish and it's huge and the costumes are beautiful. And you make your entrance on a ship. I do, yes, yeah. which is wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it is grand, and it's. I'm very proud to be a part of something like it. You know? Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's a very traditional production in a way. Mm-hmm. It's. It's the costumes are fantastic. The sets are fantastic. The lighting's fantastic. But the message of the King and I, and I think for most of us, we think, oh, I know the King and I. Mm-hmm. I can sing the songs, whistle a happy tune. You know, we know. But actually, when you watch it again, fresh. It's a, it's a kind of pretty hard-hitting show, in a way. I think it surprises people every night. Um, I think it depends on how you want to listen. You know, you can come in and just hear the songs and see the pretty things, and, and you can enjoy it for the kind of historical, um, classic thing that it is. But if you really listen, Hammerstein's book is pretty ahead of its time. Groundbreaking, really, in, in many ways. And also, I think we've chosen to place the certain things certain ways. And if you're really listening, I think there's a lot to take from it in, in, uh, in much deeper ways. Yeah. Well, it certainly hit me. I mean, the, the, the pieces when you, you talk about, well, obviously, uh, women being as, as strong as men. And that message, when you think that was written 60 years ago, yes. more than, mm-hmm. um, you know, those lines, and they resonate. They still really resonate. And the fact of men's bullying behaviour mm-hmm. and w- which is trying to be counteracted um, by Anna, your character. In yeah. it. it's, it's strong stuff. It is strong stuff. I mean, I think it's interesting to point out that in the past, the Annas have never quite uh, been the favourite of the show um, uh, or listened to quite as much. And I think it's, it's easy for uh, that role to have been played as kind of an angry, barking woman. Women are just as important as mm. men, just as smart. And um, I, I do love the kind of um, pro-feminine aspect we're trying to take with this, where these days people are listening differently, and, and Anna, um, the things she's saying are maybe making more sense than they ever have. Yeah. Well, it doesn't come across as angry, feisty. It comes, it, it comes across as, but, but this, is, this is what I believe, and she's mm-hmm. strong, yes. but she's not overbearing. She is just strong and stands up for herself, and yes. that, that, that comes across from the very beginning. And, and that's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, there's a, there's a fantastic relationship uh, between, between you and Ken. It's, it's, it's just, it, it's, there is, uh, what I liked is that you don't go into the did they, didn't they have a relationship really, or I, I read that you didn't do that, and, and she didn't, did she? I mean, Anna didn't, that's sort of Historically, mystical. absolutely not. Absolutely very far not. from it. Yeah. Um, and I think that was very important to me, that this wasn't, it's a very romantic uh, notion and there's a moment when there is a lot of romance just between two people because they're maybe equal or um, having mutual respect in a moment but 
I felt it was very important to make a point that two people could work together, especially of different genders, um, and that it not always have to be romantic. Yeah, it, it comes across as a respect. That's, yes. that's what I loved about it, is yes. that you both grew mm-hmm. to, to respect what mm-hmm. each other believed and, mm-hmm. and, and how you, you know, operated within different cultures as well, which is a huge part of the show, obviously, that, yeah. that cultural difference. The cultural difference um, huge. I mean, I think in that moment, and I won't give too much away, but we even made a choice to, to knock on the door of that possibility. May, perhaps the man thinks that that should be a possibility, and saying no is okay, mm. and he's okay with that, and we go on, and no loss of respect or love. No. And that was important to me, too. And also very truthful to your past in that the Dana has had a, a love and yes. keeps singing about and that's what that's so real that I you know when she sings I I had that yes um, and it's beautiful because it's very loyal to that original relationship I like that and, uh, I, I that's that's how I really see her mm. Well, now you are a huge star in America, and um, you got a Tony Award for for this part now. Um, so, how is London treating you? This is your West End debut. Isn't it sure it? is, and I'm having a, a wonderful time. I, you know, I think I'm very lucky to to be coming over for the first time in such a show. I, you know, I I felt very confident with the show that we built for New York, and I and I do think it's as we're talking, it's one of those an intellectual and kind of engaging shows that for sophisticated audiences uh, to really, uh, you know, dig into. And so London is treating us very well and and appreciating the show, I think. Of course, your roots, Kelly O'Hara. That's right. (laughs) Just a hint there, Irish. Uh Have you been to to Ireland? Have you you followed up your roots, your family background? I have big goals to take, to spend more time with it. I've um, I've only been there once, but I really want to go back, and, and my parents have by this time. But, you know, I was very true to my roots, was raised to work very hard, have a goal, go right to work. I haven't done a lot of traveling as much as I'd like. By now I've been a few places, but uh, that's something that's definitely in my in my future. That's in the future. Because you, you trained, obviously, in, in voice and opera. That's and, right. and then went to musical theater. But you, you do both opera and musical theater. Do I you, do. What's your, what's your preference? I mean, I won't say that I do opera. Um, I've done two operas. They just happen to be at the Met, and that is the luckiest uh, <laughs> course of events. I don't know. I, um, I, I studied in opera. I have a degree in opera, but I wanted to be an actress. So I, I left opera very, very early and went to acting school and, and then ended up in musicals and plays. And um, I think getting getting the opportunity to go back and sing at the Met in a couple of operas has been a huge gift but I'm I'm an actress who sings that's how I like to think of myself of course we all like to think of ourselves in certain ways that nobody agrees with but I'll just say that Um, and doing operas are an incredible honor for me because I love to sing that way Um, but I'll always look for an acting part first probably but I think that's why the part of Anna worked so well for you because the acting is so strong and so often you see that part played by someone who is just a singer your singing is phenomenal because it sounds so natural it's like (laughs) you're acting and then you're singing well thank you we don't tell the difference between it that that's what I took well, away that's, from that's it. That's my it goal. So done. to have it s- spoken is exactly what I'd like to hear because I don't find a difference between the communication of talking and singing except for it's more heightened and therefore you have to sing. We always say that if, if your emotions are so heightened that you must uh, go one step further, then you sing. And um, so I don't, my teacher used to call our technique, her technique, speaking on pitch, 
which means we're still mm. speaking, we're mm. still communicating. Even if you're saying, an, uh, you know, a melisma on an awe, you're still saying something so strongly and emotionally. And that's what I want to do. And, and Anna is a, a part that, that lets me um, really chew on that acting, kind of like a good character that I, that I don't get to do quite as much. Yeah. Well, it's lovely to see a, a, a lead <coughs> act so well. And yet, thank you so, so much. Sing it. I love that. Now you've got two young children. I do. Are they here in London with you? Yes, my husband yes. and my kids. Now, yeah. So right, the whole family are here. Yes. Does this help you deal with the many, many children <laughs> who are in the King and I, and uh, some of them really tiny? There tiny. was a mini, mini one. Yes. In uh, this, uh, we have three sets, but in the set you saw, yes, Angelica, it was a teeny thing. She's six, but she's about the size of a, maybe a three-year-old, and she's just. And last <laughs> night, I don't know, she had the hiccups during her her speech, which was the cutest thing I've actually ever had to oh, try to get hiccups? through in my life. I know she she does I, quite a I, big role this time. She does, thing. and she <laughs> perfectly says the speech, which is this the speech of it's the letter she's written to Anna Ying Yao Alak is her mm. character, and. Last night she starts, dear friend and teacher, my goodness gracious, and the whole stage. There was nothing we could do. There were tears in everyone's eyes because it was just the cutest thing, and she is the. They're all so cute, and being a mother, yes, affects this role incredibly. I, I love being with children, and it's been my favorite part of doing this role. Because you've got a, a boy who's about. A I've similar age to the to Louis, who's yeah. your son. He's the, nine now. He's almost seeming like a little Louis to me. Yeah. Um, and then I have a girl who's four and a half. And would you encourage them? And your husband is very musical, and he's in a band. Yes. And so yes. these children, they don't stand a chance. Yeah, they're, they're going exactly. straight into the theatre. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I think we both, both my husband and I, uh, sort of had real, real childhoods, and um, and then went into the arts, even though we had it around us all our lives. So that's kind of what we propose as well. There's no pushing okay. at, at a young age. Quite right. Now. I'm going to go a little off, off, off piste here because I'm not sure you'd be asked about this a lot, but one of my favourite series is The Good Fight. Really? Yes, <laughs> and I love The Good Fight. Um, now, you, uh, you worked in it with Carrie Preston, who plays the I did. wacky lawyer, <laughs> yes. who I adore. Oh, good. Uh, what's she like in real life? Oh, she was, uh, she was hysterical. She like she is in the yes, and I don't know. The, I mean, listen, I only did one day on the show, but we had this scene uh, where we're eating ice cream, but we had to do it so many times uh, due to a lot of different for a, for a lot of reasons that we were it was like the I don't know if you you remember the Lucille Ball shows that we had uh, I Love Lucy where she's drinking the the cough syrup but by the end of it she's completely drunk <laughs> we were just sick with ice cream and we kept trying to take smaller bites but it wasn't we had it was a really fun long interesting day um, but she was just lovely she is one of Funny those people and you just want to go I want to be your friend will you come to dinner we were making plans she's, she's you know they would be gorgeous. changing lights and we'd say call me let's yeah. have coffee oh, you know let's yeah, get together yeah. you know. I'd, I'd like to do that with her yes. she, she's, she's phenomenal anyway that was as I say not probably <laughs> she's the what best, you think. not thing that, that, that no. you're best known for but I <laughs> no I love it the next thing you're going to do is you're going to do Kiss Me Kate that's right so now is this a habit now you're going to play musical roles where you have some great books bullying person who oh, you then have I know. to kind of tame. I know. You know, I really, the, the uh, common denominator is the singing uh, for, for these types, the classic ones, I would say. Um, as, I, as I do sing more opera in these, these times in my life, um, I love the score for Kate mm. yeah the you know the Cole Porter score for her I, I love the songs I love her feistiness I love her strength um we're 
the guy, Will Chase, who's playing, you know, opposite me, we're going to work on making this a more balanced relationship, but also have the humor in it. And also, um, but, but we really want to pay homage to the classical show that it is. And, um, you know, I try not to do similar things. So doing a revival after revival is actually unusual for me. I, I don't, I usually go I'll shoot the third season of my my uh, web series, The Accidental Wolf, in between, so I get a little break, and um, and then I'll be back to the classic, you know, Kiss Me Kate. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just that I do I do like her songs. And yeah. is there any chance do you think of that coming to London? I know it's way too early. To you know, tell. it's interesting. I was supposed to come to London uh, to do a production of Kiss Me Kate some time ago, and I wasn't able because I was doing something on Broadway. Um, I don't think so because they're doing it right now, I right know now are, somewhere. So not with you. No, no. Um, I, and so I'm not sure that that one would necessarily need to be over here. If, if there's another one, um, you know, I get more questions, and a lot of people don't know, probably don't know this show, but those who are fans love the score. I've had more questions about bringing the Bridges of Madison County over here, which was the Jason Robert Brown piece, mm-hmm. which I think, uh, I, you know, that would be a really n- nice idea because I wasn't quite finished with that one. Okay. So we, I want to ask you, what, being in London, mm-hmm. what, what are your favorite things about being in London? Um, I like that there are no guns. Um, I, and I say that, you know, yep. and we'll move on. I like that there is more history than I've ever known in my life. Um, not only did I grow up in America, which I was very proud to do and have been proud. Um, we're going through something really hard right now. And um, I was ready to to have a break. I love being here where there's history. I grew up in Oklahoma where it was only 100 years old, my state. So when you compare 100 years, I'm going to some of these. I took the kids to Tower of London today. and I took them to Stonehenge this past weekend, and we were talking about the history of things. There's nothing that compares to that. And we can take it for granted, but when you grow up with nothing that's older than you know your great-grandpa all our houses you know it's that's what i'm saying (laughs) um, my husband grew up in a house that was built in 1782 and that to me is the most magical place it's a farm in connecticut it's in new england in america and i those types of things are so i don't know if i i lived before what it is but i they really appeal to me so i love the history I love the peace. I love um, the seeming peace. You know, we always, we always, the grass is always greener on the other side of the pond. But um, my kids are learning, and it, it's it's just a nice break. Hmm. And do you, what do you miss about? I miss I miss my family. You know, my par- my parents who are coming in a couple of weeks. I miss uh, where we live is outside of New York City, and there's a we live on uh, near the ocean. We boat. I miss the summer there because mm. the summer is the best time there in Connecticut for us. So we really miss that and our friends. Um, but I knew that this was a chance um, of a lifetime for my kids to experience this. My son is really going to take away. My, my daughter will remember some things. Yeah, she's young. Um, but and, and my husband, who went to school here for a while, um, to oh, Lambda years ago, he wanted to come back and... and and we're we're all really having a lovely time. Yeah, I guess you've. I mean, you've you've arrived in the hottest summer that oh, I most know. of us can remember, and driest summer. Yeah. This is not typical. Can, can I know, you know because that. all I packed you know, were raincoats, rain, rain boots, jumpers. pants, jumpers, yes. and here I am trying to go out, you know, and buy. Yeah, this tank is tops. ridiculous, and of course we're not ready for it, so we don't really have air conditioning mostly. Right. I've noticed mostly. because we, I'm dying in my costumes every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are because we're not yeah. ready for this. Um, 
Do you have a role that you would dream of playing that you haven't played yet? You know, I, I, I do like that question because I think that in years past there would have always been an answer. But there comes a time when, and I do do a lot of revivals, um, and I love that. I really, I really love trying to find the new reasons to do something. Um, but at this point in my life, I, I don't want to keep repeating. I, I want to build. Um, I loved building Light in the Piazza and, and Bridges of Madison County. And um, I, the role that I want to play next to really sink my teeth into is something that I haven't met yet, that I don't know. And I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll keep doing things until that happens, of course. But I'm, I'm looking for that, something that, that is for a woman, you know, like me and as I as I'm a mother and things are changing that is that has a lot of what we actually deal with in it and not just maybe an old woman who's you know angry or or a mean mom or you know something like that but someone who's actually maybe falling in love or um actually having real real really real things happening to her but older yeah I want that to be written yeah. yeah So it's ahead. It's, be, re- be refreshing, it's you, wouldn't and it? And it'll be breaking ground, and it'll be yeah. different, and and you'll make it. I hope so. And I hope we will see it because it's honestly, it's been such a, a pleasure to to have you in London. And well, thank a you. A treat for all of us, it really has. And, and the audience last night just went mad for that production. But who, who wouldn't? Well, you know, I hope that everyone can, comes to see us. Well, yeah. I, I, I think it was very full last night. I don't know what the ticket situation <laughs> is, but if you if you can get to the Palladium, folks, get to the Palladium to see the King and I because it it, it is absolutely brilliant. And Kelly O'Hara, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. I know you have to get off. To your warm-ups now so That's right. I just say thank you very much for talking to us I'm Alice Arnold and that was the musicals and theatre podcast if you enjoyed that then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic where I've lots of lovely timeless relaxing classics musical numbers and interviews Thank you.